Now the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to hear him. And the Pharisees and the scribes grumbled, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he had lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Hey, welcome back to the Grace House Podcast. It's, it's an honor to be here with you today. I'm reading out of Luke chapter 15. And I just want to take a moment and share the passion of this, of this chapter, this, this parable, what's happening. You know, Jesus is drawing, you think about this, like what type of men are we going to be like as we follow Christ? I mean, I think about this, just the first verse that I read, Luke 15, 1. The tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to hear him. <clears throat> now, tax collectors have never been popular even in our day and age, right? <laughs> Who likes a tax collector? Who likes anything with the word IRS on it? You know, that kind of stuff. So they just have always had that reputation. And, you know, tax collectors and then sinners, one version I like says notorious sinners. You know, you just think about this. Jesus is, you know, he's talking. They're drawing near to hear him. They want to hear what this man, Jesus, has to say. And then there's the Pharisees, and I don't, I don't want to throw them under the bus and make them out to be the most evil people. <clears throat> a lot of the Pharisees were good. <clears throat> Excuse me. A lot of the Pharisees were good. They had great intentions. They had a great assignment to keep, you know, the Word of God pure. And, and so they're not necessarily doing anything bad, but they're, you know, they're, they're going up against some of the, society, the laws of society, dietary type stuff, and just clean and unclean, you know, who you can hang with, who you can't hang with. And they're criticizing Jesus, and they're missing the point. And Jesus is showing them the point that they're missing, and he goes into this parable about a lost sheep. You know, you would, you, you all would leave the 99 and go to the one and then you would rejoice. You know, he's, he's, he's talking about this rejoicing. Like if someone loses a coin, he goes into a coin, they would sweep the house, move the furniture. They would find the coin because the coin has value. The sheep has value. And when you find these things, you would rejoice. You would rejoice. You would you would celebrate. I, I don't know that we rejoice as well in our culture today, or maybe I'm just talking to myself. You know, we we literally just built a brand new uh, Grace Ops website. We want you to go check it out. Go to graceops.com, sign the five-star charge. You know, you can sign it, and uh, we'd love for you to become a member too. We've got a lot of awesome things packed out in the membership there. And I bring that up not as just like a pitch. I wanted to bring it up anyway, but in, in this area of rejoicing, you know, Zach, the vice president of Grace Ops, he's helped me build this website and, and done great work. I mean, this guy has been remarkable in his work. And we were hanging out the other night and I was like, you know, we need to take some time and, and celebrate the win we just did. You know, it took us months to build this website out and we're still polishing it and getting a lot of things put in place. And, but I, you know, I think about this rejoicing, right? Like we, we struggle because we went into a meeting, like what's the next five things that's got to be done? What's the next things? What's, are we going to build an app? You know, just the whole visionary thing where you, maybe you never stop to rejoice, but 
I think about this lost sheep and this lost coin and a finished website, right? They deserve to be celebrated. Uh, obviously, the website's nowhere near as important as what Jesus is saying as, as finding a lost soul and finding a valuable coin. And he goes into what we've termed as the uh, the prodigal son, right? He goes into this, this son, the story of the son and how one of the sons, you know, told his father he wanted his inheritance while he was living, which is a good way to say you're dead to me. You know, he goes off and he squanders it on wild living and he finds himself desperate and, you know, in the, you know, wanting to eat the same food that the, that he was feeding the pigs. And there's this awesome phrase in the scriptures as he came to his senses. And so he thinks I can go back to my dad and, not be a son. I'll just be a servant. I can do, I can at least work for him and maybe work off my inheritance. I don't know what was going through his mind, but we make a mistake when we title it the prodigal son, because Jesus isn't telling us about the prodigal son. He's telling us about a father who's looking for the prodigal son. So he's telling us about a father who would look from afar off. And, you know, sometimes I, in my mind, I think, Oh, is that a long driveway? Was that a far off? And, you know, when you really get into the, the dynamic of the story, it was like, no, he was looking from afar off towards the city gate. He's looking for his son at this place at the gate where he did come. He ran to meet his son at the gate and gave him a robe, gave him a ring. And there's rejoicing started immediately. The son doesn't even get to get through like his whole little speech. His act of returning was what his father you know, saw as an act of coming home and, and repentance. And, and he wanted to give him a ring and he wanted to give him a robe so that when he walked his son from the gate back to where they lived, he wouldn't be walking a walk of shame. You know, he wouldn't be like, oh, there's that son, that son of, uh, you know, whatever, uh, you know, there's that kid that took his dad's stuff and left. And, you know, the father, so Jesus is telling us a parable about his father, and how his father's looking for people who are coming to their senses. People are realizing, you know, it's interesting to me that the son came back to be a servant. And, and the father received him back as a son. And I, and I just want to bring that to us today in our Grace Ops culture as men. Like, what kind of men are we in our current day and age? Because if we love God, it, this isn't just God's doing we're also partnering with him, right? We're, we're also looking for lost sheep and, and those lost coins. Like I, I get the whole parable. And if our father's looking for the prodigals, if he's looking for the lost damaged souls of society, how are we meeting them at the gate? Are we diligent enough to see from afar off? I mean, how do we fit into the story, right? Like how do we, how am I bringing God's reconciliation into the earth? And it's not easy. It is not easy. Truth in this day and age is brutal. I'm sure the truth has always been brutal to a certain measure. But in this day and age of lies and propaganda and all kinds of twisted, evil things slithering into the church culture, slithering into all types of systems, political systems, business systems, everything. It's like, I'm still supposed to have this redemptive, powerful energy alive in me of looking, being alert, being ready to give out rings and robes and welcome sons into the kingdom of God. So today 
I just want to ask you, like, how do you see yourself fitting into this story? You know, I just want to pray, you know, Father, open our eyes to what it means. Help us to see the power of how you rejoice when sons and daughters come home, when they come into your kingdom. Father, give us a taste of this in our hearts and our minds and help us to be renewed in this uh, steadfast faithfulness that you've called us to in the earth. Help us to be renewed, to be good men, bringing your reconciliation into your to the earth, entering into the same type of energy that our Father is uh, working in and through in the earth, this energy of redemption, this redeeming of all things. So Lord, help us to see your rejoicing over us in our life and help us, Father, to move forward, advancing your kingdom in your name with great love, power, and reconciliation as we move through a lost world that's in desperate, desperate need of your kindness and your your lordship, your leadership, all the powerful things that you offer us. We need you to father us. Help us, Father, today to bring men and women, sons and daughters, into your kingdom. Amen. Well, hey, until next time, live upright.